This is the Last Week Liquid Podcast. All right, welcome back everybody to a new episode of The Rundown, uh, the show where we talk about drum and bass news, releases, and all the other good stuff we think is uh, newsworthy to talk about. Uh, my name is Simon, also known as Mill Street, and I'm here with my co-host uh, Ossie, also known as Wilson. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank <laughs> you for the beautiful introduction once again. I love how every time you drink the intro, when you speak, you get very close to your mic and you say, hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be dry- dramatic here, but it, 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 rarely, it rarely works. Unfortunately, yeah. I, I've got a feeling I listen to a couple of it or listen to every episode we've done. And every time I'm just, why, why did I even do that? Why? <laughs> but I still keep, I still keep doing it. So, oh, well. Yeah, no, it's fine. How, how, how's your, how's your week so far? It's been fine. I've done some kitchen, um, pest extermination and, um, yeah, not, the best, yeah. not, not the funnest of things to do during the week, but oh, well. Yeah. I got my whole apartment smelling of um smelling of whatever um whatever chemical you use to kill those things, so <laughs> it's probably uh prob yeah. What 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 kind of bug was it? Because uh you were telling me beforehand it's like something you've never seen before. Oh I found them I found them in um a bag of flour. And okay. just these little tiny little things, and they were everywhere. So I had to just, <laughs> I had to do the whole kitchen up. Yeah, gotta do it. I was telling you back in Hong Kong, we used to get like these cockroaches. Oh God! Oh whenever, Jesus! Yeah, whenever you leave like food around for, you have to be super careful. Like all the food in your cupboards have to be like sealed and packed and everything, or else you have like cockroaches appearing. Oof. And that's the worst thing when you like wake up in the morning, you open like a drawer to get like a spoon, or whatever, and there's like this big cockroach that comes out. It's like uh, not my fondest memories of Hong Kong. Yeah, that's the that's the joys of living in Finland. I had never even seen a cockroach. Yeah. So thank God. Yeah. So we got a quite a heavy list here for you guys uh, in terms of news releases. Ton of stuff has has come out over the last few weeks so uh uh news wise um this is going to be a nft heavy uh, segment because <laughs> there's been a few different um yeah different announcements regarding nfts uh, i guess we can start with the first one uh last week or two weeks back pendulum uh announced that they were getting into the nft game um so yeah they partnered with this platform called origin um, and they're launching uh, NFT collection uh, to celebrate their latest uh, EP. Uh, so yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it's interesting. I guess. Uh, I guess I'll I go guess. first with like my my opinion, <laughs> and then you can jump in. Uh, I had uh, Ali Fletcher from Sunny Moves on the on the main show a few episodes back talking about NFTs. Um, so if you haven't heard that one, if you have no idea what F- NFTs are, you can go and listen back to that one. Um, and yeah, I'm still very much on the fence regarding NFTs. Uh, for this one, like the Pendulum one, it's uh, there's like one digital, there's like a digital artwork for each single, each track. So there's four tracks and there's like this moving image for each one of them. 
and it's they're each at 45 uh there's 45 like uh editions that you can buy of them but they're $500 each Oof. so so basically like there's 45 people that can buy it for $500 each times four tracks and you get uh yeah you get this animation um <laughs> i think you get you don't uh, sound very excited no no honestly i'm just trying to like and so this is why i'm like i'm the biggest pendulum fan like i've talked about this many times in the past like they pretty much got me into drum and bass with netsky so like i i could be totally biased and say oh yeah this is awesome i don't know there yeah would i buy it for like 500 dollars to get a digital like animation i think you might get a vinyl as well um let me just check what they're saying here uh which anime it's used yeah i don't know if there's a physical thing as well but uh yeah, I mean, the sale is only open for two days. So by the time this episode goes out uh, tomorrow, I think the sale is closed. Um, I think it's starting. It's only starting tomorrow. I'm pretty sure the countdown was um, countdown was for tomorrow. So if you're listening to the episode on Thursday, that's when it starts. And then if it's another two mm-hmm. days from there. No, then... no, I have it open. It's actually it's okay. already open. Yeah, yeah, it's closing tomorrow. Okay. So it's closing in 21 hours. And so, so there's those four tracks and there's, uh, so for example, the second one, there's, uh, 42 out of 45 remaining. The second one, there's 40 out of 45. So it doesn't seem like people are rushing to it either. Like there's only a handful that have gone. I can't say that Uh, I'm really surprised at that price. To be honest, it kind of seems a bit of a, like a cash grab, just bouncing on the opportunity, but then in the end, do I really do I really care that someone stinking rich is gonna lose five hundred dollars for something and then mm-hmm. just just support the artist with it? In a sense, it's good. I think it's just the way they came at it and tackled the whole NFT thing and what they could have done is yeah. the issue there and why people are mostly negative, or at least the people who are voicing their opinions are pretty negative about it. But then again, like I said, I don't really. Who cares in the end if they get a if they get a get some bread on the table with it? Then eh, go ahead. Yeah, it seems that they didn't really. They just they just did it for the sake of it. It, it doesn't seem that there was that much thought go into it. Yeah, which is um, in a in a sense, it's a shame because they're such a they're such a public figure. And it would have been good for them to kind of explore new means of um, new means of monetizing music and the, using the NF, NFT for the for the good of artists. But they went with this route, so eh, oh well. Mm. Yeah. So just to come back to what I said, so uh, they say these once in a lifetime NFTs will include a physical lenticular version of the vinyl. Ooh. Uh, a uh, 24-bit EP download and VIP passes to a headline show of your choice. So that's also like to take into account. So you're paying okay. five, $500. Um, you're, you're getting VIP pass to a headline show, a physical vinyl, and then the download of 
the the digital NFT. So, 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 yeah. So, I, I guess yeah, five hundred dollars is a lot of money. But for a VIP pass to a headline show, you're probably paying close to, I don't know, that amount anyway. I guess so. Yeah, I I don't know. It's just like yeah, the headline is uh yeah NFTs and yeah when you look at it i don't know how much effort was really put behind like the the artwork like the digital thing uh there's just four, like four different colors so yeah i don't know um yeah i'm not spending 500 dollars <laughs> for that even though i'm like one of their biggest fans um and also the fact that there's 50 well 45 editions of of each like it doesn't feel that limited like if there's like 200 in total uh like if there was only one for example then maybe yeah, i might the, bid to get it like you see what i mean it'll give you a bit flexing rights in terms of being an yeah, ultimate exactly. pendulum fan but now it's just uh not that not that yeah. big of a flex yeah so uh, so yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to so actually the, the 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 sale will still be open by the time this episode goes out tomorrow morning um so if you want to jump on it uh nft.pendulum.com and you can grab yours um go support rob swire and co uh so yeah so that was the nft news from pendulum and related to that we have uh tangential nft news coming from the noisia camp yeah we got um noisia's tice is um starting a label with um in all of the noisia breakup aftermath We've seen um, we've seen Nick Nick come out with Sleepnet as an artist, and now Tice is Tice is starting his own label, and um, it's going to be a bit of a different one. I don't think it's going to be. It definitely isn't going to be full drum and bass. There probably will be some drum and bass tracks, but mostly it's going to be. Judging by what he has talked about it, it's going to be very very different in terms of his own artistic um bringing out his own mm. little little artist in himself and bringing out everybody's everybody else's visions as a kind of big context um he talked about how he wants to um how he wants to bring um everything along in a track into the so it's the art isn't just the music it's everything to go with it mm. it's the track titles it's um it's the artwork it's everything that comes with the music is part of the thing and um he's going to be experiment like i said he's going to be experimenting with track titles for example and um one of them he's putting out an ep on the 13th of august and one of the track is called into safety optimism in neg- in a negative space for example mm. and it kind of sounds like he wants to do um, almost like almost kind of poetry in a sense with the music, mm. and that's what's kind of putting it towards being not very drum and bass at all. I don't think this EP, this future EP, mm. has any. And from from the from the how it seems, it's going to be very very mixed bag when it comes to what other people are going to be releasing or what he's going to release from other people on the label yeah yeah the, the way he describes it in um he there's a 20 tweet uh tweet thread uh about it and the way he describes it it's gonna it sounds like very ambient 
uh, forward kind of looking music. Um, I love the part where, yeah, you talked about the titles. He he says um, the track titles are long. I'm using all the space I have to extend the musical <laughs> into the poetic. Music is my main expression. But as you've noticed here on Twitter.com website, I have thoughts. I express these in words. So the four song titles connect into a little poem. And then so the four songs of that first EP are um, Holly leads Anne in a waltz. That's the first one. And second one, connecting, connecting through underground wires into safety, optimism in negative space, a solace network here if you need me. So those are the four song titles, which I think is super cool. Like it's, I don't know, something I haven't really seen, like track titles really connecting together all four to 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 make kind of a story in themselves. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really curious as to what he's going to bring bring to the table and the kind of music he's going to sign as well because it's not he he says it himself it's not just for him and his music it's for other people as well so uh, yeah we'll we'll see what he what he comes up with and um he's also launching nfts at the same time <laughs> there so, we go <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love the way he says it also he says uh yes i will release nfts no i will not debate you I think the difference um, here is that Tice is um he is very he is very v- well educated when it comes to NFTs, cryptos and other technology. And um he also seems to be very smart in a sense of how he goes about his um well overall his business and his music and he he had puts a lot of heart into it. So I don't I won't expect him to go the same route as pendulum did i'm gonna expect him to actually put a lot of thought into the whole monetization of of music as an art and Mm. putting effort into just coming up with new ways how you can actually utilize this instead of just putting a huge price tag on it yeah and that that is one of the reasons why i think people are not kind of giving him any backlash for it at all He's very outspoken on Twitter. If anybody follows him there, you probably know already. He is extremely outspoken and he talks his mind and he isn't as big as a public figure as Pendulum. So when he talks and he talks about politics, he talks about, I don't know, crypto, he talks about anything really that comes to mind and he has he's not he's not holding back at all. So that automatically kind of pushes away anyone who might strongly disagree with him on some sh- on some subject on on an mm. emotional level at least and when you push those people out then you got the i can't say kind of yes men in the crowd mm. but you got people who agree with him very much and or then they don't really care in a sense about the nfts and they're just oh, okay that's nice but then he has the then he has the people who know him so they won't they know exactly what they're getting into when they start following him on Twitter and following mm. seeing following his career in general. Yeah. So I kind of expect him to put a lot of effort into it and be maybe even be kind of a front runner when it comes to the bass music scene and yeah. electronic music scene for crypto. I, I don't know how many how many no no crypto, I mean NFTs. Yeah. How many um 
electronic music artists are actually putting effort into this? Do you know? I don't know. Like, how do you quantify effort? Um, In a sense of exploring the whole yeah. subject and trying out new things. I don't know. There's a, definitely a few... I know in drum and bass, like um, uh, Onyx Recordings, the label, they put out NFTs. Um, I don't know. To be honest, I haven't followed it closely because uh, I haven't seen artists that I follow closely to, uh, that uh, that have released any. Um, I know like Disclosure put out NFTs and things like that. Um, but yeah, I... I don't know. Yeah, I could see him leading the way because, like, the way he talks about it, it's he says like I will uh, debut every track as one to one NFT. So, like, from my understanding, it means like the single goes out and there's mm-hmm. like one NFT that goes with it, but like just one version of it. So it's it's very different from like the Pendulum two hundred things. You can it feels like there's only going to be one here per track, maybe I don't know, and then that. Like that, that would make sense to me. Um, Just kind of uh, artificially create scarcity, which yeah. in a sense sounds sounds not very good. But if if it, if it works, then it works. If it actually yeah. monetizes, considering how little people, how little uh, streaming streaming as a whole makes artists, we need we need some kind of monetization here. And yeah. he even said himself that Tice said himself that he doesn't really he doesn't really care that Spotify and streaming doesn't make money mm. for the artist. It's kind of a in his words, it's kind of a old thing. You gotta move on and go with the technology basically. And yeah. I agree with that completely. It's the it's the gigs that make the money now and you have to kind of just Try and invent more ways to bring in the cash. Yeah. And this is definitely, this will definitely at some point be one of them. The question is, is this the way to go? And that's yeah. what I think that he, Tice, is going to be experimenting with and hopefully leading the way with too. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes because, um, like, I think definitely for the NFT side, a big part of, what can make an NFT um, like work is the kind of reputation that the artist builds when releasing NFTs. So, for example, if if he now releases only one NFT for every track, and he doesn't does it like consistently, well, then that kind of builds expectation for like like in a year's time when one track comes out, people know there's only going to be one NFT. Yeah. Whereas if you're Every time you're like releasing 50 NFTs and the next time maybe it's 40 or 70 or whatever, then it's like, yeah, why should I bother getting one? Because there's 50 other ones. So, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Um, So the first single is out this Friday, uh, connecting through underground wires. uh, And the NFT will be going for sale, I guess, at the same time. Uh, and then, as you said, uh, in August, 13th of August, uh, the full release. Uh, and we haven't mentioned the name of his label, um, Eccentric, Eccentric Circle, uh, is how you pronounce it, uh, Eccentric Circle. So, yeah, exciting times. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to that because um, 
just the way he 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 um just the way that he um words his own release with um four expressive and personal cuts exploring time signatures tuning poetry and the human voice shaped by decades of making electronic music that just sounds um very basically very tight to me if anybody's been following (laughs) what he's been doing lately he's been talking about doing movie scores and um just doing all kinds of different weird stuff outside of electronic music for example he did um he did a he on second he joined into a competition on scoring westworld the tv show and Mm. there's a four minute there's a four minute video with his score in it on the vision recordings youtube channel and that was pretty cool and nice i didn't see that yeah um go go watch it if that's in any way your thing i i I know the um, i think i saw season one maybe two as well then i kind of dropped off but the the score for that uh for that uh tv show is amazing like the piano like the the actual visual oh, sequence. Yes. I yeah. don't know if you've seen it. The visual sequence of like the yeah, yeah, yeah. the the robot. Watched every whatever. episode so far. Okay, yeah, and <laughs> the music plus the visuals are like amazing. It was one of my favorite like themes uh, from a TV show. Uh, probably with Game of Thrones because that one is like so iconic. Um, oh, don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> Still feels bad. Yeah, you know it's crazy. Like the other. Uh, I don't know when it was, but like relatively recently, we found found myself like debating with friends about like the last season. Like people are still <laughs> not over it. Like they're exactly. still it's they're amazing. still debating the last season of like why did it suck so much? And then somebody will like kind of defend it and say, yeah, but it wasn't. It was never about the 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 White Walkers, blah blah blah. And uh, I, I I don't know. It's crazy. Like that show finished like what like four years ago or something, or maybe not <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> two years ago. Years. Yeah, but it's amazing. It's amazing to me that how 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 badly things can go wrong and how fast that can happen. Yeah, like crazy. Out of nowhere, one season or two, couple of the last seasons were terrible, and then and then it's just nobody gives a shit anymore. We just lived two years of basically everybody just sitting in their homes watching TV, and I guarantee you, not a single fucking person watched um, Game of Thrones throughout again during during the pandemic. It's just yes. nobody nobody wants to watch it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, actually just talking about um like uh, uh Tace um exploring like new revenue models. Uh just quickly touch on this article that I found about a a study about Spotify revenues. So we don't need to spend a ton of time on this because we all know like you don't get anything from Spotify. They did this study uh, for Rolling Stone magazine. And so, yeah, there are just a few numbers um, that I thought were really interesting. Um, 76% of all artists on Spotify make less than 50K uh, in 2020, so per year. So that's 36,000 pounds. So that's 76%. uh, and that's gross revenue, so you probably have to d- deduct, I don't know how much, in, in taxes. Um, and only, um, what was it, only 870 artists 
uh, made over a million uh, dollars. So okay, eight hundred and seventy. Yeah. So like a million dollars. Okay, obviously it's a lot of money, but I thought that number was pretty low, like eight hundred and seventy. Like out of the millions of artists and the hundreds and millions of streams, there's only eight hundred that are making more than a million dollars. That's just that, that's that's all the pop artists. That's basically it. That's yeah. all of them. All the American, British, maybe a couple of Fran- French, f- French, French artists, and um, some um, Latin Americans, and you add them together, that's probably about eight hundred and seventy, right there. Yeah. So. Um, Amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I thought it would have been like more, but uh, I'm not surprised. But then again. Like I said, I don't, I don't feel that it's that much of an issue. It's um, obviously, obviously, it it is an issue that people are not getting money for their music, and that is something that needs to be fixed. But I don't think, um, I don't think charging an extraordinary amount of money for streaming music is the right answer. Mm-hmm anymore especially people won't be able people won't just it's not an i don't think it's an option anymore even though if it might if it even might work i don't think it's something that anybody wants to try and explore anymore yeah so you got just got to try and find some new revenue sources basically yeah yeah and uh, at one stage there was a lot of um there was this petition going around uh for Spotify to change their like revenue model, and oh yeah, that, I saw it well, going around like a few months ago. I, gu- I guess nothing happened because I, I didn't see anything afterwards. Or I don't know Spotify's um, yearly budgets and incomes and expenses, but the amount they do give is it is ridiculously low. I'm not mm. saying that that should not be raised, but I'm just saying that kind of like Ty said, he just gotta go with the flow and just yeah. go with the technology and move on find new ways that's how that's how people usually make money just invent new ways of um, monetizing your value and yeah. in this case it's the music yeah definitely on a on a lighter note do you want to talk about what what happened in south korea oh god do we even want to <laughs> <laughs> Just very quickly. Are, are you people are you people ready for this? So um South Korea in Seoul, the city of South Korea. Is it the capital? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the capital. Are they um they banned any music over one hundred and twenty BPM from gyms? Because <laughs> yes. that's gonna solve COVID. <laughs> and um yeah, so it's because of um sweat droplets. They wanna they want to um, minimize the amount of sweat droplets. And according to them, if I go to the gym and um, let's say I go, on a, I go on a treadmill and I run 20 kilometers. And while I do, I listen to Moombafon. I listen to 90 BPM Moombafon. I won't sweat at all. That's, that's how it goes. <laughs> Pro tip for anyone. Yeah. Well, everybody knows anyway that drum and bass is 87 BPM. So that's what you're, you're I fine mix. with. <laughs> I mix with 87. 87 oh, really? master race. Yes, that's, that is correct. That is so And um, every time we do back-to-backs <laughs> with anyone else, you have to start doing the math, which is very annoying. <laughs> why, why do you have to say 87? Um, I'm used to it. I've, um, um, I started mixing with Tractor, and Tractor automatically 
assigns 87 BPM to all drum and bass songs, and I just stuck okay. with it. It's been with me for the last six years, and I'm just not going it's, back anymore. It's too late now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, yeah. Plus, so, um, yeah. plus, when you beat jump, to anyone who doesn't know, you can use a beat jump that jumps certain amount of beats beats on a CG, CDJ and on, on any basically DJing yeah. platform. When you beat jump, if you have it on 87, you can maximize the amount that you can actually jump. So yeah, you true. can get further. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I never thought of that. But, uh, Makes life easier. Yeah. But yeah, so you're safe listening to drone bass in the gym. But yeah, I, I just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just stupid. Uh, that, that, is, that, that is some like big broom, boomer energy right there. Yeah. I think it's just like typical, like, like I'm not a, I, I'm not a fan of governments in general. I, I, I don't think like, like most of our listeners are in the UK and I don't think they're huge fans of government either. <laughs> but like, this is for me a typical example of a government trying to show that they're doing something and like well not look at actually us, like, doing anything yeah exactly look at us like we're implementing new measures and it's, it's like okay but yeah it's totally stupid like <laughs> it's 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 one thing to maybe like 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 even the gyms like they have no idea what bpm the tunes are at so it's like 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 actually realistically how would this work like you have your playlist on spotify how do you actually find out I don't even think Spotify gives you like the BPM. Of your songs. Who's gonna Who's gonna come? Come? Who's gonna come to you? You're doing some push-ups or something, yeah. and then someone's gonna just wipe out, take one of your earbuds out, and hey, wait a second, nope, you can't yeah, listen and, to this. Yeah, and just like, do you, there's somebody like gonna be walking in the gym with like a metronome and like just going to people <laughs> and then listening and t- kind of like you know putting the metronome in time with the song and being like. Okay, yeah, 80. Okay, you're good. Okay, and then moving on to the next person. <laughs> you can stay. <laughs> With like the metronome going tick, tick, tick in the gym. I don't know. It's, it's, oh. it's, 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 it's stupid, but... Uh, oh. Gave yeah. me a laugh. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's... If anybody's listening from, uh, from South Korea, we'd love to get your experience <laughs> as to... <laughs> I will uh, personally interview you on the podcast if you're from Seoul. Um <laughs> To get your opinion on on this and and how it's actually implemented, because I'm, I'm really curious. Is it affecting your life in a negative way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. News-wise, the other I guess big one was um, Chase and Status one. Um, I don't know if you yeah you want to touch on that. You 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 put it yeah on the they list um, so Chase and Status departed ways with their um, longtime MC MC Rage, which is um, I don't know. Is it surprising? Yeah, I don't. Uh, no one saw it basically coming, but it's nothing that. And uh, yeah, okay, it is surprising because they were doing so well, and MC Rage was such a one of the best MCs in the game. Mm-hmm. I guess he just probably I'm gonna assume that he left because he wants to do something else and wants to try something new. He um, he's already doing a lot of stuff in the background, which I try to find out. For example, he has this um, thing called Rebel Clash. Yeah. which seemed like some kind of organization, some kind of event management who does also some community work and community events. But I couldn't, f- I couldn't literally, after one hour of Googling, I really still couldn't find a clear definition on what it was, but he is I think invested it's just a, in this thing. It's just another alias from what I read. Like it's just his other alias for more like jung- um, reggae, 
influenced music. Is it? Yeah, that's what uh-huh. I... Because I read this article, so uh, MC Rage's Rebel Clash moniker was born out of his Jamaican heritage and deep appreciation for Jamaican sound. I read that same article, but I missed the word moniker. Yeah, so I guess okay, it's then. Yeah, just his other alias. So, um, I'm sorry to MC Rage for... <laughs> Or, um, yeah, no, I wasn't aware of whole that. Alter I, I was, ego there. <laughs> I wasn't aware of that or the alias as well. But uh, yeah, I mean, like uh, he was with them for yeah, fourteen years from so, two thousand and nineteen, wasn't it? Yeah. I so I mean, it's 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 never entirely surprising when you somebody spends like it's the same thing in bands. Like you spend ten, fifteen years with a. Yeah. Abandon at some point you want to explore other things and you've seen it all already yeah i guess how how bigger can they actually get yeah um so at at some point you've done it for so long it's just want to try something else so uh, i did some digging into his background and there was a couple of interesting things for example he played in a punk band called inner city dwellers or he was the frontman the lead vocalist to it and um that was mm. back in 2008 i think 2009 at least and probably goes probably goes some years before that too but that was um kind of a rage rage against the machine kind of style music and he was the front man and apparently that was one of the reasons why um chase and status approached him in the first place because he had that kind of anarchy attitude that they wanted to bring to the Mm. wanted to bring to the stage which clearly worked because, like I said, he was easily one of the best MCs in the game, and he had so much energy and the ability to get the crowd going. I was at, I was at a gig in in Estonia a couple of years ago, and that was M, that was Chasing Status and MC Rage, and it was absolutely brilliant. Mm. The whole the whole gig, the whole set in general. I love their music. It's just mm. a lot of it is very. It just hits differently, yeah. usually for me. And um, <laughs> I went, after we went to the gig, um, or in general, at the whole, uh, while Chase and Status was playing, I was in this constant state of gun fingers. And um, if you if you ever had a gun finger in your hand, you know as the music gets better, the, the more you flex it, the more you <laughs> tighten it. And um, it was literally two hours of that. And after the gig, for about two days, the muscle in between my thumb and my index finger was sore and it was hurting like hell for two days afterwards. Yeah, the <laughs> that, g- g- gun finger induced uh, injury. That is that is the sign of a good gig, but yeah. Yeah. MC Rage was one of the big reasons what what made that made that very good. So yeah. it's a shame. Yeah, it's... We'll see what he goes in to do in the future. I didn't see anything that that he has actually mentioned what he wants to do. Mm. And um, we'll see how who Chase and Status replace him with, because mm-hmm. that's going to be a big, that's going to be some boots to fill in. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, it's just it's it's funny how like a a really really excellent MC can just elevate a show to an entirely new level, and and likewise if a if an MC is really bad, it can just ruin <laughs> a show. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of examples of people like shouting at the MC to shut up because he's talking too much over the track or whatever. Um, but when you get like really good MCs, I have memories of, yeah, watching Netsky live, uh, 
coming back to Pendulum, they they had their own MC. It just brings a entirely different level of energy to the show. Um, and the best so yeah. part is usually when they've actually stick together a long time. When yeah, when, yeah, when they yeah. know each other, they know each other's best parts, and the MC knows when when he can do his thing and the artist the dj knows when what to play so the mc can get into his own zone and yeah. in that sense hype up the crowd yeah. even more and just it's a it's a constant constant relationship that keeps on flowing if it works yeah yeah no absolutely so so yeah we'll see see who they who they pick they probably already have somebody in mind i guess but uh you'd think so but yeah you never know we'll see who that is so that's about it for the for the news. Um, before we jump into releases, yeah, you can always always get in touch with us uh, via Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, at Last Week Liquid on Instagram, or just reach out to us on on Facebook if you have any like pieces of news that you think we should cover. Um, we try to cover what we kind of are aware of, um, but obviously we do miss a lot of stuff. Um, so if there's anything you think we should be talking about. Um, Make sure to drop us a line. Um, so yeah, moving on to releases, quite a few things um, before we we jump into reviews. Uh, actually, no, let's just start at the start. Um, start I at the wanna, start. Yeah, start at the start. <laughs> um, the first one I want to mention is Voicians. Um, he put out a track on Liquidity called Mask of Joy, and it's really, really good. I... I really enjoy it. Um, as most of you know, I'm definitely more of a liquid guy, but I do like my dance floor stuff as well from time to time. And yeah, that was a nice little pendulum vibes going on there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just the proper like midway point between more rock and and drum and bass, and yeah. the the bass line on that track just really got me. Uh, the sound and the the note progression on that bass line. Um, so yeah, check it out if you haven't yet. Uh, Mask of Joy on on Liquidity by Voicings. So it's uh, just really... one guy. What's that? It's just one guy. It's always confusing when people put a S at the end of their artist. Oh name. yeah, Voicings. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it's actually his, his own name. Uh, okay. D- Dan Voicings. Really? Yeah, that's okay. his like yeah. family name. Voicings. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. It's in, it's it's just him. Yeah, um, and probably just. Uh, stay on the same vibe before we switch to more liquid or heavy stuff uh you've probably all heard it already but uh double tracker by metric and graphics uh came out on hospital uh overdrive and a vip of parallel um and overdrive is all the reasons why i love uh well both of them actually but uh those two tracks are all the reasons why i love metric uh I don't know. He ha- he he just nails the kind of retro sound, like synthwave, mm-hmm. synthwave aesthetics in the synths mm-hmm. and the bass lines, but in a modern drum and bass way, which just goes straight to my heart. I just love it. Um, so so yeah, huge fan of those two tracks. Um, actually, yeah, I wrote down here. Yeah, the VIP of Parallel was the one the one I actually preferred. Um, but both of them are just like super solid. Um, so yeah. Yeah. This one is going to be a bit of a grow on me. It didn't hit me. Overdrive didn't hit me that well at first, but then again, most of the other stuff that metric has put out lately is the same. It's, it kind of starts with a bit of a meh, but then it grows on me slowly. Yeah. 
a good example is gravity for example that that mm. that nowadays that bangs it didn't when i first hear heard it but now it, it works really well and i love it yeah this yeah, one i've got a feeling is going to be pretty much the same so it's yeah. not yet it's not there yet there for me but it probably will there, there's something about his melodies i've i've had the same thing in the past sometimes where you hear it the first time and it's like yeah okay and then you kind of go back to them and then after a few times the melody is just like stuck in your head. Yeah. And yeah. And obviously like production level is second to none. It's 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 amazing. Absolutely. So, yeah, so those were yeah, some of the picks on my side. Um Twitter I uh to mention uh Monica put out a, a single, just one track on Solvent. Um definitely a weird, weird track. But uh, in some ways, I, I really enjoyed it. And I thought the effort they put behind the artwork was amazing for mm. just like one track. They put out this uh, kind of like Ryanair inspired <laughs> artwork <laughs> of um, uh, of like the, the safety measures you have to take when you're like boarding a boarding a plane. Um, so, yeah, the track is called Fly to You on Solvent. Um yeah, I just love when there's a bit of effort that goes behind the artwork. Um, and the other one that I really, really enjoyed uh, this week was Black Lab, uh, release on Future Retro. Uh, it's called a two-tracker called Curious and Devao. Um, just pure liquid vibes, very minimal, not a lot of elements uh, in those tracks, but they just work really well together. Um, so yeah, I really dug those those two tracks really enjoyed uh enjoyed those two yeah curious um, was um curious was my favorite i wrote down absolute vibes yeah that pretty much sums it up as a nice little nice little vibe <laughs> <laughs> and um if we stick on the liquid we um this track actually came out i think a week or two ago it's by tz and a EP called Wonder, which came out on Edlan's Edlan Edlan new um, his new label um, ATNMY, pronounced Autonomy. And um, you, you know, the first time I saw it, I read Anatomy, and now I, I, no, no, I know it's Autonomy because he he like mentioned it somewhere when he launched his label. But the first time I saw like the initials, I read Anatomy. And now it's always like when I see it, it it's anatomy. <laughs> like I, I can't change it in my mind. <laughs> well, it yeah, can, it's, it's multiple it's meanings. Depends on the <laughs> depends on the viewer how yeah, they yeah. see it. So um, yeah, uh, this is his first official. Um, he's done another EP before, but that was a free download on a label label Helix that came out in uh, last year October. But this one is the first kind of, well, official paid, paid mm. play EP. And um, absolutely brilliant for mm. for abs- almost first timer. This is uh, just gold. It's very, very Dawn Wally in a sense mm. of what kind of liquid it is, but it's just done so well and everything works so well and nice lush melodies everywhere. Um there was four tracks, five tracks on the EP, and all of them were just top notch. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, definitely agree with like the Dawn Wall vibes in terms of like the vocal, vocal sampling and instrument sampling. 
definitely uh, uh, reminded me of Donwall as well. Um, but and also a lot, of, a lot of Edlin as well. You can see how Edlin kind of, not shaped, but like influenced and helped the, the direction of DEP because obviously there's a collab, uh, TZ and Edlin, I think the first track, uh, I forget the name, but there's a collab, the two of them. And even the other tracks, uh, some of them could have fit uh, on the Edlin album that came out recently. I felt it was, the vibe was quite similar sometimes. Um, so yeah, apparently like Edlin is, because he's doing coaching sessions as well. So yeah, definitely, definitely paid off because uh, for first EP, it's it's really strong. It's really, really strong. Yeah, he's got a couple of good mentors, mentors here when it when it comes to when it comes to teachers. Um, you got Edlin, and then apparently Saddle too is yeah. in some some way helping him out with his career, which is really cool to see some um, more experienced name names just. Um, Dishing, dishing out their experience and help to the smaller, smaller guys. Yeah. There's um, and like you said, the vocal chops were really good. You got one of the tracks. Um, um, one of the tracks had um a nice little, real not very prominent, in a sense, it's just nicely in the background, but then, um, then on the next track, it kind of switches up completely and it goes to zero to one hundred with the vocal chops. And it's it's it kind of shows that he can he's knows he knows what he's doing, in mm. a sense, and he can really he can really put out basically all kind of styles or well not all kind of styles but he he's got he's got some he's got some um, skill behind it. Yeah. yeah. Um, fun fact: He also um, the artist called Luke Sorosis. I'm sorry, I'm butchering names again. Um, anyway, he um, he acted in a TV series in on BBC on Spooks. I think it's on BBC season eight, episode one. We um, we did a review on this on this EP on the subreddit, and um, our writer found this. Little, How did you dig f- that up? That's crazy. Well, yeah. So he <laughs> he he found this by googling it, and then he didn't look into it anymore. And after this, um, after I found out, I did some. I went deep undercover. I did some investigative journalism and I torrented the episode that that is in question. Yeah. And turns out that it is him. He so absolutely it looks exactly like him. It's the same guy. It's the same name and looks exactly like him. And then the man himself even confirmed it later on. He play, he plays a 9-year-old boy called Luke on the TV show in one episode. So we have an actual multi-talented producer on our hand here. So, so wh- wh- what age is he now? Ooh, uh, well, this was, considering, I, this was, yeah. I think it was 2009 that the episode came out and he played uh, a nine-year-old. So if we go with that, he's probably in his, in his um, early 20s or something. Early to mid-20s. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you told me that on the... The guy that does the re- full reviews for you on the subreddit, um, he's really good at like finding like obscure details yes. about the producers he's he's covering. That's that's amazing that the guy played on the, the BBC show. <laughs> his um, <laughs> according to his IMDb, he hasn't done any more anything else, but that could be incorrect. I don't know. That's really funny. <laughs> that's a that, that's like a really interesting CV. Like I played one episode in a BBC <laughs> TV show. 
and also and I've done it. a collab with Edlin. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> he probably decided to quit while he was on top. Just yeah, change yeah, to other, change to another art form. Yeah. Um, other stuff that came out, we got we got a big bunch of compilations. So anyone looking for a lot of tracks for a small amount of money, this this is for you. We got Sofa King Sick Chapter Three on Sofa Sound, which is DL, DL, DLR's label, and that was just full of bangers. Just this kind of Bristol Bristol steppers. Full of them. If that's your style, go for it. Definitely. Uh, my favorite one was um, from Brain, which is another new kind of newish producer that I've been looking out for lately. Uh, he's been putting out very interesting, kind of very fresh tracks. And um, another called Snowed In, which was by the artist. Uh, shit, I didn't write this down. Submotive. <laughs> sorry. Submotive Snowden. Now those were two my two my absolute favorites, and then the rest is is just pure filth, all of it. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, another another kind of banger compilation that came out was um, Yumaru on um, Fractal Sound, and mm. um, very underground vibes, heavy underground vibes, and um, that basically sums it up it's very similar to for example for example what delta 9 record label delta 9 mm. put out has put out lately and um that kind of that's what that's what i usually call underground vibe if i call something underground <laughs> it's this kind of deep deep yeah. banger and um and then lastly we have on willem's label um unison 2 on willem's murked label mm -hmm. And yeah. um, that's another artist that I've been he I've been following him for for a long time. He um, he collaborates with BC on his van the Vanguard project moniker and uh, puts a lot of stuff out. Uh, very old. I'm not old school. Probably I don't know. Is he old school? Yeah, I guess in his like sound. Uh like the track he put out uh, for that compilation uh, with a zero T and Dusky talk loud definitely has like a. I, to me, it sounds like old school. Somebody older than us yeah. would probably say it, it isn't. But uh, like to me, it does sound like old school vibe in terms of like the bass bass lines and and things like that. Um, but yeah, really strong compilation. Love the artwork as well. Um, there's this guy uh, Kublai who has a track on there too. And mm -hmm. he's been going like from like strength to strength recently. Uh, so yeah, definitely watch out for what this guy's going to put out in the future because uh, really strong vibes on that one. Willem um, in general is one of those artists for me that I'm not, I'm not a huge fan, but then he mm -hmm. puts out every now and then he puts out one of the best tracks I've heard for a <laughs> while. For example, the one, um, the one he did with Leo Wood, called Siren. That was easily yeah. one of the best uh, liquid tracks of 2019. Was it 19? 19 or 20, anyway. And that was mm. easily one of my favorites, just tracks overall. And you get those producers every now and then who just, who's not always your favorite, but then 
but then they have that one or two tracks and that makes you basically follow them for a lifetime yeah, afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> you look out every time you're like, oh, what's, yeah. he, what's he doing now? And usually it's yeah. not, not for me, it's not as good as, as the absolute favorite track of 2020, basically. It's not always that, but it's always top-notch quality anyway. And I'd like to shout out Dusky for um, here too. He has been putting out work lately yeah. a lot and really, really rising up. He, for example, he was the artist on um, on the track called Hack It by K-Motions. Everybody probably knows that or anyone yeah. in the club scene at least. He um, That got the Break remix that's just released a couple of weeks ago, I think. And... Um, yeah, he has um he has a very distinct style to his vocals, mm. which I like always. It's nice to mm. hear something new and fresh. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, and also, last last yeah. thing I want to mention: a trip to Sardinia by from on Liquid V from Simple Souls and Co. It's mm. um V recordings very, yeah. carrying out their signature sound basically. Yeah, on a very sun and bass. Yeah, sun and bass definitely ultra sunny vibes on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, just makes me want to go on vacation and escape the <laughs> Irish weather. It's pouring <laughs> rain at the moment. <laughs> so is Finland for a change. Yeah. It's not it's not thirty degrees warm anymore, which is always nice. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, to be honest, I can't complain too much because the last month here in Dublin has been amazing in terms of weather just full sunshine 25 degrees celsius oh like that's mo- perfect most days uh, yeah yeah no it was amazing it's just like over the last two days it's it's been pouring rain i'm like okay here we go for like six months yeah but i <laughs> but wish it was i wish it was 25 here it's been like it's been like 35 <laughs> for the past three weeks now and it's not it's not what where fins are used to so <laughs> yeah. it's fun it's funny because in finland you only get you only get like the absolute cold of minus 20 and then you get the plus mm. 30 in the summer and the mm. and the summers are never kind of they're never kind of good it's always either super hot or then it's just rainy and kind of chilly it's never in between mm. you can never enjoy it really <laughs> which is a shame but i guess you should, it you should move i guess over it here. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice rain <laughs> <laughs> I didn't exactly really sell it that well. No, you didn't, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So Anything before else? we move to yeah, before we move to upcoming releases, just a few to shout out. Um, Aperio and Lower put out Asteroids and Nova on on Galaxy Two Tracker. Um, Colossus, my good mate Toby, uh, self released uh, an EP, Stars in Your Eyes. Um, so go out and, and stream that one. And a Volatile Cycle, which uh, who I hadn't heard of before, um, put out um, an EP, uh, which in usually wouldn't be my cup of tea, but for some reason really dug this one. Um, Brook EP on Four Corners. With, oh, that was good. Uh, yeah, with some collabs with Filth and Creatures. Um, yeah, again, wouldn't usually be my cup of tea. Uh, but I don't know. I thought this one was was done really well and with a lot of a uh, lot of taste. So uh, so yeah, go and check check those out. Um, 
upcoming one releases. One more shout out to. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, one more shout out. <laughs> Oak White Whisper on Pilot Recordings. Very exciting new producer that's been putting out a lot of a lot of good hits lately. Yeah. Mostly on Pilot, I think. You did. You didn't give me like a super weird left field release this week i was I, expecting i didn't find like, uh, any i didn't find any unfortunately i'm, I'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to that, dig deeper ne- next time s- since that volume was it volume he was called yeah volume yes. e- uh volume ep uh i'm every time i see your list i'm like okay which one is gonna be completely <laughs> messed up <laughs> uh but yeah this time you were pretty like uh, three or four releases there were quite uh on the liquid side so i was like okay maybe he's growing older i don't know but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I like my liquid. It's just um, yeah, I also I like everything else too. It depends week to week what comes out. But uh, yep. yeah, in terms of uh, upcoming releases, just a few from from my side. Um, Solvent uh, announced uh, an EP by a, a guy called Vector. Uh, it's called Culture Shift. Again, great effort behind the artwork. Really love it. Really dig it. Um, one single uh, came out uh, as of recording called Escape, and it's really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, kind of, a, again, a mix between some like deeper, deeper big vibes and more liquid drums, I guess. Um, so really dug that one and looking forward to that full EP being released. Um, we've got Telomic uh, and Rhymestar. Uh, announced a track called Without You, which will be coming out on Metro Recordings. I haven't put the release dates on on our little sheet, so you can go and, <laughs> and find those for yourself, but should be out uh, soon enough. Um, and and Settle. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, announced, yeah, uh, another EP on the North Quarter. Um always gets me super excited and i love the title of this one bedroom producer with a dream um just really dig that because i I think it's something so many people can relate to um i think there's two tracks out as we're recording uh one is called take she which is pure subtle vibes and i think the other one was with uh the drs maybe oh Uh, yes that that i listened to them all and that was easily my favorite one. DRS is just yeah, that's good one, every right? time. He doesn't go wrong. Beautiful called, struggle. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, amazing. Amazing. Uh, he, the man can do no no wrong ever. Mm. And especially <laughs> on this one, his singing on it is just top notch. Really, really nice groove to it. Mm. And also a track called, um, track called Lyman, which features um, track T-R-A-C. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, on the vocals as an MC, that that kills it. He he's killing it too. Giving this is, is, is that one already out? Um, nope, I don't think so. This so, the I am whole, just the ext- extract on Beatport. Yeah. yeah. So the whole whole EP comes out on the thirtieth. So that's on the Friday as yeah. usual. This Friday. Look out for that. Um. So yeah, that was from. From my side, what you have on on your side? What are you watching? Okay, for? so let's go with the big one first. We got the finally we got the sub focus reworks, mm. reworks one, which seems to be the name. So I don't know if there's a reworks two coming out too. So Probably. that's going to be hopefully. <laughs> um, did you listen to the tracks already? They're on uh, the, if anybody wants to listen to them, they're on the Ram Records um, 
I have site. I, I I listened to the um uh, bow boo bow remix. Bow boo, yeah. Boo boo. Uh, <laughs> never know how to pronounce these names. <laughs> I boo think it's remix. boo. I think yeah. it's boo. Boo remix of uh, I forget. I just listened to it this afternoon. Um, that one was pretty good. Yeah, but I haven't heard any others. Um, I think Wilkinson did one as well. I don't know. I yeah. haven't kept on top of uh, of all of them. Okay, so for me, this was um. At first, I listened to the tracks very quickly. I just kind of skimmed through them. And I was like, ah, okay, nothing really that amazing. Kind of meh. Mm-hmm. But um, I went through them again in preparation of this. And this time it kind of hit me pretty well in a sense of they're remixes that are done very well. And mm. there's a couple of really good tracks in there, but in general... When it comes to making remixes, you wanna you wanna think about what the point of the actual track is, and in the in that terms, it's a very very solid, very solid album. And after listening to the tracks again and a couple of times more, so it's just uh, they started hitting much better. And now I'm on the side. Oh, now I'm on the side that it's an extremely good, just <laughs> extremely good remix album. You got Rocket by um, remix from Wilkinson, which is. It's, it's kind of a track that doesn't need a remix, and that's exactly what it is. It's just a, basically a modernization of the track, which mm. is, well, basically what you need for it. Mm. Uh, then you got Time Warp, which stays true to the... Uh, that's the Dimension sta- one, right? Yeah, it stays true to the original very well, as in that it's just built very well around the original elements and what kind yeah. of track the original is while still giving it a nice little modern dimension. Yeah. Remix. That one is really good. Yeah, yeah, it fits very well. Then you got Airplane, which just extremely solid dance floor track. I've been mixing that already and that one was released a week ago. I've been mixing that with a couple of tracks already and just, oh, yes, perfect. <laughs> uh, love it. And, um, and then... Then you got a couple of one. For example, the bow boo one was um, it completely flipped the original vocal because mm. the original track is this twenty ten jungly banger track, and um, then the vocal is kind of it almost sounds like it's just slapped on there. But mm. now Mister um, Boo here he flipped it completely and made it into this soulful R and B style tune. And it just fits really well. Yeah. It's amazing how he kind of found that vibe in the vocal, and then he takes some elements from the original too, and stuffs it, stuffs it in the his remix. Works really yeah. well. And then um, finally, the last one that I want to mention is the Kama and Crooked and Matthews remix, which mm. I have no words. Just slaps again. Again, yeah, exactly. <laughs> again, a couple of guys that can do no no wrong ever yeah. it just follow it follows up with their recent collaborations their previous collaborations really well it doesn't it's 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 not a copy and paste and it's 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 still it still kind of fits in the vibe of their of their recent collaborations but it's still just completely fresh and new perfect mm. fucking beautiful love it <laughs> um 
And then a couple of others. You got Data Free, was a, that I was really excited for, just for the sake that it's Data Free. They got really good tracks. And then the Misanthrope um, remix was also very Misanthrope. So, mm, perfect. Great, great EP. Great album. Um, what next? What next? What next? Um, Garan Stone, these days known as um, Guest, Jest, G E S T, is um, put out a track Shame on Shogun. That's mm. kind of a deep banger, kind of what you expect. It's less kind of energetic what their previous output is, but it's um, more of a moody vibe. It has a moody vibe to it, which is always nice to hear every now and again. Mm. Um, is that the name of the EP, Shame? I thought uh, it was just a track, one single track. Okay, yeah. Because it's part of a full EP, right? I think on Shogun. Ooh. Um, I did not know that. I think. I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. I think I saw it was part of a, a bigger EP. But yeah. Well, wait wait for that one then, definitely. Um, what else? What else? Um, you mentioned Saddle already. Then we got Mistrust. Um, he is a British, I think British, if I remember correctly, producer. Um, kind of new, kind of not. And... Um, he put out an EP called Fault Lines. And he's one of those artists, again, that that just like Willem, he put out one of my favorite tracks of that current um, 2019, I think it was, when the track came out, called Sticks and Stones. And it's been an s- absolute stable stable track in one of my, in almost all of my mixes. Well, not almost all. I do a lot of very, very diverse sound so not every time it gets to fit into a nice little liquid track i mean liquid mm-hmm. mix when the actual track is just a another banger again so <laughs> but um <laughs> this one again i'm very looking forward to everything that he puts out and this one didn't disappoint at all uh um, yeah, archway it's, uh, records uh, yeah it's out this this friday as a little um raymond ramen one of the track is uh it's a little bouncy wobbler but the rest is just kind of like these heavy drum heavy nasty tracks which is always nice just in time for live events too yeah (laughs) absolutely um first contact by a guy called crispy uh a certified shoe thrower as (laughs) as you may and um that's pretty much it for me. That's what I'm looking forward to in the next... Um, actually, these are all tracks that are coming out on Friday. So I'll look yeah. forward to those. I was checking the that crispy guy, if it's the same as I've got in front of me. He has two tracks on Spotify. Like he's yeah. a total newcomer, yes. right? A That's lot amazing. of these. It's how how how'd you find out about these guys? <laughs> these are all a part of my uh, weekly... Um, weekly um, search of new tracks, which I do for the subreddit, and this was one of uh, them that I bumped into. And yeah, nice, yeah, great, great. Yeah, I think it's always super cool when you when you stumble upon somebody. Like I was telling you, this guy called uh, uh, Eon, who's from uh, Australia, and he put out a like really dance floor track and. Mm-hmm. I got the promo before it was out and I checked him on Spotify. He had one song with like a thousand streams and that's it. Yeah. And I was like, 
this tr- like the promo <laughs> I had got was like amazing. Now the track is out. It's called Sanctum. Um, if you want to check it out, it's still still don't understand how the guy only had one track out before. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's just always super exciting when you find out. Like you find a producer that's amazing and he hasn't put out anything yet, and you, it's like you're like early adopter, you know, like uh, yeah. That's what I'm kind of aiming because me and my producer buddy, we we're kind of producing. Oh, not kind of. We are producing, but nothing yet that we can release. But that's mm. that's in my opinion, that's the goal basically to get it get it working and do it right and then release it. And yeah. want to be. Well, I want to be exactly the guy who someone talks. Oh, did you hear about this F- fucking banger? And then he's only got he's got no tracks on anywhere, yeah. and just came out, and then kind of markets itself in a way like that. Yeah, I guess I the, a, the, the only risk with that is waiting too long, and yeah, waiting yeah, for your sound to be perfect. N- when uh, you you shouldn't be the judge of that, basically. Exactly. At that yeah. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Because you run into that. Exactly. You're always going to be super critical of your own music. And so at some point you have to like decide, okay, it might not be perfect, but it's as good as I can get for now. And so I'm going to put it out. And it's, yeah, it's all about deciding when that, that point is. I'm still waiting for a full track of you. Still haven't heard one. (laughs) Oh, you should, you'll have to wait a couple of, a couple of more months at least. Months. Come on. Uh, It's summer. You have plenty of time. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> uh, summer's over now. It's uh, it's not it's not coming back. The warm is not coming back anymore. At least to Finland. So I count that I count yeah. that as a summer being done. Uh-huh. I have a I have a list of um, new artists that I bump into because I because I listen to. I don't know if I mentioned this on on the podcast yet, but I, in the past three or four years, I've listened to probably over 150,000 drum and bass tracks by now. Jeez. And, um, and I've all, I always list out all the new artists that I bump into just, I don't know, just for the sake of it. And I, I could read some of the new ones. You got, um, a guy called Esim, Esim, mm. so, so fun. Then you got TZ, Holotrope. Um, Matek and West 16, Yoshun, Anthropic, River, Leo Zen, Aliness, Coax, and the list goes on and on. These are all like some of these people have just maybe one track that I really liked, but because I've never basically, it's the first track of them that, that really hit with me. So I'm just putting on the list anyway. I don't know mm. why I'm keeping this, but eh, for the sake of it, I guess. Yeah, it's a, it's always good to have a keep your eye out for for these new producers. Um, Maybe it'll come in handy someday. Yeah, yeah. Talking about <clears throat> sorry, voice crack. Talking about new producers. I have an EP coming out tomorrow, Ooh. and I guess it's a a good a uh, good way to wrap this episode up. But um, yeah, if you some of you already follow me on social media, you've seen I've been promoting as heavily as I can without becoming too spammy. Um, that's, a, yeah. that's a, that's a, that's an art right there. <laughs> yeah, it really is like, okay, is this too much? Is this enough? Uh, that's also a thing that you can't really, in the end, you can't be the judge of that because no. everything almost every time seems too spammy. 
yeah, I, yeah. I feel th- I feel like that every time I post something in a public Facebook group or public anything. Just, yeah, just uh, listen to it or don't. If, if you want, maybe don't. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did this, and it'll be nice if you listen to it. Give me feedback, and yeah. and that's it. And then I can't I can't pro my promo myself at all, which is a bit of an issue. But yeah, yeah. it's what uh, can you do? It's a learned skill as well. But um, well, come on, tell us about the EP then. Yeah, so uh, it's it's my first EP. I've put out a few. Um, uh, I say a few. I've put out two double trackers and a and a few tracks on compilations before, but that's my first. This is my first EP as such. So it's uh, three tracks um, featuring uh, my wife on the title track. Uh, so the EP is called "Until You're Mine." Uh, coming out on Glitch Audio, <clears throat> and it's a it's a label I've been a huge fan of since they began. Uh, some of those early tunes that they put out uh, from Henry, from Alexander, were big inspirations for me to actually start producing Liquid. Um, so yeah, always a huge fan of, of what they've put out and the effort they've put out, uh, they've put behind the artwork. I've always been a fan of that as well. So yeah, I, I like really the artwork. To, that was really yeah, good. Just really want to be part of, of, of that label. Um, so yeah, those... All three have gone out on on premieres uh, as of today, and they'll be all out on Spotify and Beatport in those places uh, tomorrow. So, until you're mine, Mill Street, Glitch Audio, check it out or don't if you don't want to. <laughs> but uh, maybe do, maybe don't. I don't know. But yeah, do, so? yeah, do, do check it out if 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 you if you feel like it. It, w- it would it would mean a lot. Um, to me and to my wife because it's her first time uh actually writing and and collaborating on a on a full track so uh give it a listen how was that how was it like doing a collab with your wife and how how what was the process of getting to the point that you decide that we should make a collab how did it like kind of build uh yeah so we've always like played music together like guitar and singing like just covers uh and we've put out like videos in the past of just the two of us doing cover songs of i don't know oasis and the beatles and things like that um so it's just kind of a natural progression of like once i felt more comfortable with my productions to have her sing on them mm-hmm. um so so yeah the process was pretty straightforward and we have all we need here at home to to actually record vocals um and yeah, we kind of got together. She had lyrics and a melody. We kind of worked on it together. And then, yeah, just recorded it and uh, put it on the track. And then. Any creative differences? Uh, no arguments or anything? Uh, yeah, it was a few, few months ago now already. So uh, I can't remember any like arguments, uh, just like feedback of. Uh, of like, yeah, okay, maybe this is not the strongest melody. Why don't we try something more like this? And mm. I mean, it's a learning process for her as well to yeah. like, like accept feedback and and kind of like work on like accepting that okay, the melody I just wrote maybe isn't the best. Let's try something else. Um, mm. So uh, yeah, no, I mean, I love the process, and we have a few other tracks on the go now. Um, nice. 
And I just find it really cool that like when we're when we'll be like sixty or something and whatever if Spotify is still around, <laughs> there'll always be that track. Even if we don't do anything in the future, there'll always be that track with the two of us uh That's on Spotify nice. for like the history like you know so uh i don't know yeah i find it really cool um and i'm really happy with that track so uh, so go and check it out uh, until you're mine uh on that very happy hopeful note uh i think it's a good place to leave this episode at um unless you have anything else you want to plug or, or mention no not really i'm, I'm uh, good i'm all good I, I shall bid all the listeners a farewell. <laughs> Great. So uh, this has been the rundown. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed uh, this one. Um, as always, if you do enjoy these episodes, share them around, uh, mention them to somebody who might have not heard of it before uh, and do get in touch. If there's any anything you think we should cover in terms of news or releases, uh, do feel free to get in touch. Uh, we always love hearing from people um so yeah that's it for us this week uh we'll catch you in two weeks time for a, a new episode uh, of the rundown uh and in the meantime uh all the best from us and uh and stay safe bye 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 bye